welcome to Ready Sex Chat, the Bridget B podcast. Are you ready to dive into your future guilty pleasure? Well, don't forget to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you pod. Now, let's get ready to join my circus, shall we? What's up, you guys? Hello and welcome to a fresh, new, and juicy episode of Ready Sex Chat. I am Bridget B., your friendly adult entertainer next door, and I am so happy to be here today. I hope your week has gone by just as good as last, and if not better, because that's the aim of the game as we're going through all this bullshit. And I wanted to get in today because this week has been quite interesting. Our friendly stripper next door, Cardi B, has come up with a song uh, called WAP, which she kind of brought into light uh, interesting topics. And I wanted to touch on them today because, frankly, I needed friends to talk to and you are my friend. So (laughs) let's go ahead and just uh, dive into what I consider to be BTE and TPE. Now, she said something about WAP, and I don't want to get into copyright laws, so go ahead and find out what it is that she means about. But what I'm going to talk about today is big dick energy and tight pussy energy, which, trust me, has nothing to do with size. So grab a cocktail or two or three and join me right here on Ready Sex Chat. We are, ladies and gentlemen, another week gone by, and we are not that much closer to our nation's beloved brothel, strip clubs, or even hair salons to be open. I don't know about you, but I often gauge how our US of A is doing by how busy the strip clubs are. It's like when you don't necessarily look at a scale to see how many pounds you've lost, but If that one particular pair of jeans fit, you know, the one I'm talking about, the one that's in your closet in the corner, you kind of feel pretty good. Well, strip clubs to me are like jeans. When I travel all over the world to host gentlemen clubs over the weekends, I see what's happening. Now, based on my experience last year into before this shit show, shit was pretty good. Clubs were busy, lap dances were being given, and money was being rained on, if that makes sense. I would say until the end of my days, there is nothing, and I mean nothing better than Motley Crue or Guns N' Roses, loud as can be on the loudspeakers, a hot dancer just giving you a lap dance while your wife or husband is looking on and friends just yelling at you to stop being a pussy and get your girl more money and getting almost kicked out for walking wastedly and incorrectly into the dressing room area thinking it was a bathroom. And that smell of Victoria's Secret love spell, you know, just lingering on the tip of your nose and you can't wait to come back next weekend. I don't know about you, but 
that's a good weekend for me, especially as a female. Strip clubs are so much fun because I get to hear music that I love. For the most part, people leave you alone because, you know, there's entertainment on stage. So you're not the entertainment unless you choose to dance with the dancer herself. And it's a good vibe. And people who don't understand it, it's not for them, so be it. As much as a knitting factory isn't my vibe, doesn't mean that I'm going to go ahead and try and shut down every knitting factory that's around my way. I just don't partake in the festivities and I don't go inside. So that's a little bit of my rant on that one, which it doesn't really matter anyway, because I am indeed not in government. However... What I do love so much about the strip club environment maybe comes from what I do, but it's just definitely one of those activities that gets misconstrued way too often. And I'm just ready to bring it back. So cheers to all of our strip clubs who truly make life just that much more glamorous. And I just can't fucking wait to get back to doing my impersonations on stage. Oh, yeah. If you haven't seen my shows, I have always been an advocate for bringing a little bit of Las Vegas to any city that I'm in. So anytime that you see that I'm in your city in the future, I implore you to stop by. Not only say that you are a avid listener of Ready Sex Chat, but that you want to come in and have a good time. One aspect of my career that I do miss so much that I just touched on and that I can't wait to get back to is indeed my feature dancing. It's been a part of my bread and butter for the past 10 years. I remember the first feature show I did, I did without having a single DVD under my belt. So I pretty much showed up to, I believe it was Spearmint Rhino in um, LA, in the California area. I could be wrong, but I believe it was Spearmint Rhino. And I didn't have a single DVD out there. No one knew who the fuck I was. I was just some chick who they put on the poster as being a porn star. And I just came in and featured. And that was 10 years ago. And time just fucking flew. And what it is, is for those who aren't familiar with feature dancing, it's when local gentlemen's club books a showgirl, a celebrity, or a porn star to host a club for that weekend. Usually it's Thursday through Saturday night. You get about two shows a night plus a meet and greet where the set host does private champagne rooms. And let me preface or interface (laughs) and let me say whatever. Not No sex happens in the champagne room. Absolutely nothing of that sort happens. Unless you're in Tijuana, and let me tell you what happened to me there needs its own episode. I'm not going to touch on that one now, but I'm going to touch on that on another episode as to what the fuck happened to me and TJ. But no sex anywhere ever is done. And uh, they do meet and greet or lap dances. And the stage show is whatever the host wants to do. And everyone just goes home happy because it's such a fucking good time. Although I consider feature dancing to be my bread and butter as an entertainer because I did it for many weekends in a row. There were years where I was on the road almost every other weekend. 
I missed countless funerals. I missed countless birthdays. I barely had friends. My friendships were hanging on a thread. My relationships were lackluster because I just wasn't around for dates. And it was pretty lonely. It was pretty lonely on the road. In my mind, that's what I signed up for. And I never, ever ask for a pity party. I never ask to, you know, oh, what was me? She's on the road by herself. No, I loved it. I, and I still love it. It's, it's what I love to do. I love impersonating. I love getting on that stage. And even though I cross my fingers that there's going to be something other than Taco Bell for me to eat, while I'm waiting in my hotel room all day and my security guard just basically wants to just bump his head on the wall because he's so damn bored. It's one of those things that I've been around the game. And as far as I'm concerned, features are essential to the livelihood of any performer. But not everyone wants to put in the time to fly to these cities put on an intimidating show where everyone, and I mean everyone, including the house dancers, are judging the fuck out of you, making dressing room comments such as, and I quote, she's a fucking porn star, bitch, I can do it better, etc. Imagine going into someone else's home, like let's sit down wherever you're at, close your eyes, and imagine going into someone else's home and taking their money. <laughs> That's how, that's how most of them view it. Sadly, I'm not the first one to say that not every porn star is a nice person. There are plenty of bitches and there are plenty of dickheads. It, if most of you knew what some performers were really like behind the scenes and what people had to deal with behind the scenes with such performers, that they are really nothing on camera as they are when they're not recording. Some wouldn't have a career. <gasps> no, they wouldn't. But is it fair to say that fans don't need to know? Because you are, in fact, paying for the fantasy, not the real life. Isn't the lines of porn blurred? Because nowadays, so many are so accessible via social media and everyone and their fucking mom is showing tits and ass on Instagram. You are able to, as a fan, for a cover charge, get unusual access to your favorite performer that you're watching on Instagram or on the internet or on Showtime or HBO in real time. And that person that has been such a figment of your fantasy was just walking all over in front of you and just in real life naked. Shit. If you're already coming into the industry with self-esteem issues and or have the personality of a dry vagina, featuring will be your downfall. And it's no wonder so many of my beloved stripper girls just roll their eyes when I'm at the club, not knowing who I really am because of their past experiences with performers who have come to the strip club to feature before I have. It's not fun to come into a club when there have been personalities before me who shall remain nameless have been with 
an attitude and with I am better than or making people wait or complaining. It's no wonder. And I have complete compassion and empathy for her. Any house dancer who has to deal with that shit because that shit shouldn't be tolerated. I don't tolerate it on set and strippers shouldn't tolerate it at their clubs either. So it's no wonder that feature dancing can be so intimidating for performers who don't want to be that vulnerable on stage and why I consider strippers to be the real deal because there's only so much you can hide with makeup and a G-string. Grab your friends and go to the club whenever you see your favorite performer because showing support not only to the house strippers, but also nowadays it's your way of not only having a good time, but showing some dance support. (laughs) It's safe to say that feature dancing is not for all performers, but for us who still love it and do it, it's why we love and support our house girls. My aim at any club is to get as many of those seats full as possible so that my girls who are stripping and who have given me the opportunity to be a guest at their club can have all the chances in the world to hopefully come out of it with their rent, you know, paid times 10. Granted, I'm humble enough to say that there's been many times, and I mean many times, that I've danced at a club where shit, I just wanted someone in the seats. I just wasn't the cup of tea for that particular city. And maybe a show or two had like 20 people in the club total. And it's like a big, you know, wah, wah, wah. A perfect example of this was this one time. And no, it wasn't in band camp. (laughs) This one time I was performing and it was like a Friday night at a club. I was backstage, full on costume, about to do my Michael Jackson, Janet Jackson impersonation. I was pumped. I was ready to have a fucking good time. I was excited to be able to bring a full house to that, to the house dancers who were so nice to me when boom. I opened that damn curtain to get onto the main stage and no one was there. Like no one, not even the strippers were sitting at the tip rail. At that moment, I had two choices. I was either going to go back into the dressing room and wait it out, or I was going to show up and perform to the empty chairs. As my ready sex chat listener, what do you think I showed up and did? perform the fuck out of it because that's what I do. When I got off that stage, the girls who were working said to me, wow, girl, I don't know how you did that. I would have been so embarrassed. I would have just stayed in the dressing room. Well, no, that's not what, that's not what I do. And that's when I knew that I, in fact, had tight pussy energy. What is tight pussy energy and why did no one show up at the club? Find out right after this. I know that there is a lot to worry about nowadays, but don't let your credit or finances be one of them. My friends at www.thecredit101.com slash RSX2020 are here to help you. You need to do what you need to do to help your finances. And there is nothing sexier than going to a restaurant or going shopping or paying your mortgage or paying your car note 
knowing that your credit is at the best shape it can be. Go ahead, sign up, get some information, and put yourself in the healthier state of good financing. You deserve it. I deserve it. And these guys are willing to help you erase and do inquiries and whatever it is that you need to do behind the scenes. No one is going to do it but you. So go ahead and sign up at www.thecredit101.com slash rsx2020 and use the link in my description of this episode. Thank you to them so much for sponsoring not only my podcast, but this episode because I believe in them and so should you. So why did people not show up at the club when I was there that night? Yeah, the performer before me decided to squirt all over the audience. Everyone in the front row up to, I think they said the third row, had PTSD. So she ended up squirting all over the place and no one wanted any of that shit when I came in. So they assumed that I was going to do the same thing. So basically no one showed up that first night. Now, because I showed up and I had that energy the first night on the first show, Within the second show, it was back to normal. It was standing room only, and I was so grateful because people were posting on their Instagram and on their Twitter, damn, Bridget B. killed it. She's so good. No, she didn't. She doesn't squirt. And, not, and I'm not saying that that's a problem. Everyone has their own flavor. Everyone has their own way of performing. That's not my way. That was her way and definitely more power to her, but it just wasn't my thing. So I don't blame people for not uh, wanting to be a part of that just in case. <laughs> but by second show of that night, it was back to normal and fucking killed it. One of our favorite neighborhood stripper next door, Cardi B, has definitely done her thing. She's been in the mainstream news recently because her and Megan Stallion have come up with a new song called WAP. And like I mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, go ahead and check it out yourself. I'm not going to get into any copyright law shit on here, but it's worth a listen. It's fun. It's catchy. It's a great summer tune and I'm down for it. I have no hate. I'm not jealous. I could give a fuck. I am proud of any female who comes up and does her damn thing. And Cardi B has been that female within, I don't know, two or three years. She came from love and hip hop to all of a sudden number ones. And I listen to her music and I have no problems with her whatsoever. However, she was a performer about two years ago at the AVN show in Las Vegas, which is the Oscars of porn. And not many people know that. She didn't quite announce it very much, if any. It was, uh, I believe it was around the same time as the Grammys or AMA show. It was something, something else was coinciding with it that was mainstream. And there was a blip of her being in Las Vegas, but I never saw any flyer promoting AVN on her social media. Us performers and industry was waiting for her over two hours to get on stage and perform. It was, it was a little bit 
annoying. And maybe because of the clout that she has. And I mean, fuck, she's paid her dues. I'm sure she has a mentality and her handlers are very much, uh, you know, you do you boo type of situation. But for that reason alone, I didn't have a very good taste in my mouth, but she killed it. She did a great performance. I danced. We all had a good time. Did I want to sit there and wait that long? I was starving. I had been working all day on the performance floor. And when I went on the Instagram and on socials, other than some comments about her outfit, I didn't really see much about the actual event supporting the actual industry. So I felt it, it was a little lackluster in terms of it's uh, behind the scenes, but what she did on camera and on stage, she killed it. It was, it was awesome. And we all had a great time overall. When she comes up now on socials with her WAP, I sat back and I thought about it and I'm like, hmm, that's about the same as what happened as a sort of energy that I consider to have started with me because of feature dancing. So let's talk about TPE, type of C energy. For those in my private life, my friends have known about this from conversation for years. And I'm going to let you in on my thoughts on that because we're friends and you're here because we're having a friendly discussion. <laughs> Thai pussy energy. I don't technically or mean it's a small vagina hole. That's not what I mean, which I do have. Not to toot my own horn. That's contrary to popular belief. Trust me, it's quite tight. What I mean is a female who owns her shit. She walks into a room, she plays a game well. There's an art to reading a room. And it's what I think separates the successes from the followers, the wolves from the sheep. She has other factors that can play into her overall successes, whether that's the right management, whether that's the right partner, whether that's just a little bit of plain old luck. Uh, I'm not saying that type of energy is exactly the end all be all, but at the end of the day, if you just don't have that attitude, if you just don't have that, that gum for it attitude, shit is just doesn't go your way. And if you don't command respect upon your peers and strangers, you have to be ready to play through life like a sheep. And that's not how I was raised. So as a porn star walking into a lion's den, such as a strip club, it's even more important to have that type pussy energy and command that respect. But if you ask for it, you have to give it. There's a very fine line of walking around with TPE and with an arrogance and a cockiness. A little bit of it all does, I don't mind it. If you have the game to back it up, but if you are just a pretender and if you're just uh, one of those types that posts on Instagram just to provide a different outlook as to what your reality is, then what is that? Is that type pussy energy? No, that's just being a facade. And to everyone, it's their own game and I'm not here to judge. But for me, what works for me is what has gained me the success throughout the years. I have been humble and I have been grateful. 
I have been put in situations where I have in fact danced for no one. I have in fact done movies where people have made fun of whatever. And I still show up every day on social. I still show up for my podcast and I'm still here pushing through windows and opening doors to create a better life for myself. And if I can give that off and any of those vibes that I'm here for it. So Cardi B doing her WAP, me giving my tight pussy energy vibes is what summer 2020 should be all about. And then let's touch on my favorite subject, which is big dick energy BTE. A, a celebrity that embodies it pretty well, and I think has been mentioned before, George Clooney, uh, Brad Pitt, Macaulay Culkin. Yep, Mr. Home Alone, Macaulay Culkin. And I'm going to give a little brief example of each one as to why. George Clooney spent years not wanting to be tied down. He had women flocking to his beck and call, but until he found the right one to share his life with, he stayed single and he made it very known and he was unapologetic for it. Macaulay Culkin was home alone and he has done a career that although he has suffered in behind the scenes with his family and his parents, He's mostly owned a career of being the Christmas kid and he chooses his uh, movies and any projects that he's based on because of the subject. So he walks around knowing that, eh, you know, I'm going to do this indie film because fuck it, I've already made my money. I don't need it. So I'm just going to do what I want. And a lot of our male performers, if not all of them, embody it as well. Not because they necessarily have and or largely endowed, but because they have the personality to carry a movie, to handle a scene, and to deal with female personalities that aren't necessarily the best. Like I mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, if you knew what some personalities were really like behind the cameras, most of them wouldn't have a career. So imagine as a male performer having to stay hard with bitches. It's hard and it's not the easiest work, but they're doing it and they're they're embodying that BDE, which is so important for the movie to succeed. And that to me is all encompassing of big tech energy and I fucking love it. For men, especially nowadays when there's a circus going on out there, who can provide that sense of stability for a female, that uh, that father figure at the house, in their home, that sense of leadership at their job has BDE. That's some big dick energy. That is where you're walking in and you are handling your own. And I applaud and praise all good men because we need you, we see you, we want you, and you are very much appreciated. So Bridget, how do I know if I have it? And if I don't have BDE or TPE, can I learn it? Well, personally, I don't think you can learn charm, charisma. I think that is something that as a male or female, you're just born with it and you have it, which is why some excel being in front of the camera because they just have that, that it factor. And there's some who excel at being 
uh, doctors and firefighters and police and teachers and healthcare because they have it in them to want to save lives. So everyone has their own aspect of, of tight pussy energy and big dick energy. One of my most favorite female comedians, her name is Samore. She is a queens of comedy. She is hysterical and she embodies type pussy energy to the max. She walks on stage with her lubes to, to the sky and she's already a tall chick. And when I saw her stand up, she was mentioning something about a hula hoop. So Samora was referencing the hula hoop and I was like, oh my God, this is it. This is, but I didn't know what it was. I didn't know what that it what that name was. Carter B recently puts it as WAP, and I referred to it a couple of months ago as uh, tight pussy energy, and I got very excited. She mentioned that little girls in her neighborhood would get a hula hoop, right? A nice pink hula hoop, sparkly and and really loud, and they would learn how to swish, swish, swish. You know what I'm saying? That swish, swish, swish. Just that subtle sway of the hips. And the girls in our neighborhood would just practice and practice and practice. They would practice so much that the swish, swish, swish would just never hit the ground. And I thought about it. And in her stand-up, which obviously I'm not a stand-up comedian, so I'm not even going to try and imitate her. But in her stand-up, she said that, the girls would just practice so much until one day they would just be able to swish, swish, swish with their neck, with their arm or with their wrist or with the subtle sway of their hips. And I loved it. The swish, swish, swish of the hula hoop is exactly what tight pussy energy and the equivalent to big dick energy is. So if you have a chance, look her up. I think it's hysterical. She nailed it. And I think all of us need, all of us females need that swish, swish, swish of the hula hoop. And I hope to go ahead and serve that swish, swish, swish all the days of my own life. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I just wanted to leave you with that today. I wanted to leave you with with a sense of you to find your own type of energy and your own big energy in whatever path of life you're walking in. Walk that walk and talk that talk. I want that swish swish of your hips when you walk into a room to remind you of who the fuck you are and that for our men, for our loyal family men, our hardworking men who are just providing every day for their families, and are stressed out you are stressed out to the max know that you are appreciated and admit that not only do you have the energy but your girl has it and there's nothing better than a tight pussy and a big dick getting together so i can't get enough of all of it Make sure and join me for next week's episode of Ready Sex Chat. I had so much fun with you this week. I hope you enjoyed a little taste of what I think WAP means. And for all of you 
who are listening, make sure you go ahead and visit our sponsor, thecredit101.com slash RSX2020 so that your tight pussy energy game and your big dick energy game is even that greater with good financial game. Till next week, stay tight, stay big, and don't forget to enjoy life because life is too damn short. Just do whatever the fuck you want. (laughs) Till next week, Ready Sex Chat. Love ya.